Hi, and welcome back to the Career Launch System, courtesy of Air Reinhardt Bay Realtors. I'm your host, Kelly Roan, and today I'm joined again by Badger Beal, broker owner of Air Reinhardt Bay. Good morning, Badger. Hey, Kelly. Good to be back again. <laughs> right. All right. So we're kind of tailing right off of our last episode. We're talking about mission, mindset, a mirror. We've kind of got into a little bit in our last episode because it ties so well in with our last subject matter. Badger kind of made the comment earlier, and I think he said actually in the last podcast, that this was a hard conversation. And it's probably the hardest conversation we have in real estate. But the best thing about it and the coolest thing about it is we have all the power. So even though it might be a hard conversation, the solution lies solely within ourselves. So that's kind of a terrifying, but also really, you know, cool aspect of it because, you know, you can dig yourself out of it. Yeah. And I think part of it is personal responsibility, right? And so you line up 10 people in the company and you try to figure out who's going to do really well or not do really well. And, and it's like, you just never know. Right. And so what happens is some people get it and they do it and other people just maybe struggle with it and it takes them longer to get it and do it. But part of this is like, I always say it's like we give our power away to somebody outside of ourselves. And this is really a conversation about taking our power back, like you alluded to, Kelly. It's taking our power back so we can be responsible. We're independent contractors, so we can go build our businesses. So how do we get our power back? What do we do for that? And how do we go forward into the future and maybe create some, I don't know, some silos around us for success? Great. I think one thing too, um, and we've said it a couple of times in a, a couple of different podcasts, uh, you've talked about ego and sometimes you got to just take your ego out of it. And I think that that comes into play when you start looking at the process that you're taking. And if that process isn't working, it's not saying that that process is wrong. And maybe that process works for somebody else, but it might just, just might not be working for you. And so you kind of have to take your ego out of it and say, well, I'm doing everything right. So this should just be working. Well, but maybe you need to do one thing wrong. And that's just the piece that sends you into the path of success. Yeah. So I did not know you were going to go into the ego conversation. <laughs> well, I think if you're going to talk about the mirror, you're going to have to talk about your ego. Yeah. And it's an ugly thing. So, yeah. <laughs> so Bolin years ago, he, he told me, look in the mirror, Beal. And I said, Bob, I don't want to look in the mirror anymore. The mirror hurts because <laughs> I don't like what I see. And so I don't, don't like my actions and behaviors and things like that. So I don't want to look in the mirror. It hurts to look in the mirror. And it's like the most productive place to look. And the ego is, I tell you what, if I could go back and start all over again, I'd start working heavy on the ego, which is tied right in with self-esteem. It's tied mm -hmm. right in with shadow issues. There's so much going on there. And I thought I made so much progress years ago in that regard, but I didn't realize this. I hardly scratched the surface until I think just recently, and I'm still working and struggling with it. Mm -hmm. And so the ego gets in the way of letting us learn, letting us be vulnerable, letting us say, I don't know, letting us say, I need help. And the ego is the biggest dilemma in this. So when I first started coaching with Bob Bolan, he gave me 25 pages of his personal notes through a mastermind workshop with like, I don't know, it was like 25 or 50 of the top realtors in the United States at a Mike Ferry conference. It was, it was called a superstar sales retreat or something like that. Literally like the top 50 agents in the country or whatever the number was. 
and Mike Ferry is his company's still out there. I think it's Mike Ferry coaching or training, and it's a great organization. And I think his son Tim might have taken it over. I, I can't remember his son's name. We'll get the information and link it in the show notes. Yeah, that'd be great. Anyhow, so the first four or five pages of the notes, it was like, okay, they'd have a sentence and you fill in the blank type thing. And these are with like top, top producers. Probably a low producer in the room back then is, you know, five hundred, seven hundred thousand dollars as far as gross commission income, not not like sales. sales or something. <laughs> so anyhow, it was the first four or five pages were all about realtors' egos and how they get in the way of everything good. Everything good in the transaction, in their business goals, planning, in their personal lives. And it was really insightful. And as I'm saying this, I should go back and reread that. I still have those. Happy to share if anybody you know gets on board and wants to see them. So the ego is a big, big challenge because it gets in the way of, of like I said, being vulnerable and saying I don't know and being so stuck and rigid into our, in our thinking. You know, hey, I I think we're all guilty to a certain extent. I was extremely guilty, you know, and basically when the ego's high, the self-esteem's relatively low and Mm -hmm. uh, it's a process and there's techniques and ways to learn that if we're, again, open to that, but we need a, usually a a point of desperation to cause change. So, but anyhow, yeah. So you had to go into the whole ego conversation. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, but that gets into the mission and the mindset. You know, why are we even selling real estate? Why the heck am I doing this thing called real estate? Because it's, if you talk to people, I mean, I think a lot, to a lot of people from the outside, it looks somewhat glamorous. It's social media eyes and they see HGTV yeah, and yeah, HGTV and all that stuff. And yeah, you can probably craft your business that way, but it, you're creating a whole nother monster that you have to feed. And so, but the reality is people are going through heavy emotional times listing, you know, selling a house. Why are they selling? Because there's usually some big thing going on in their life. Mm-hmm. What are the top few most stressful things? Death of a loved one divorce, moving, career change. Lots of times, two or three of those are going on at one time. Right. And so you're dealing with this highly emotionally charged thing where people just, a lot of times just need to hear somebody say, you guys are okay. You're doing great. Right. Be patient. You'll be all right. And don't focus on the money. Focus on getting from point A to point B is more important than this extra two or $3,000 right. on a two or $300,000 sale. It's like, who cares? I mean, it's like, I mean, it's their money and that's real money, but at the same time, you would pay a lot of money not to go through that stress. Exactly. Or in, so it's helping them and counseling them through these tough life situations. So if you've had a lot of life situations and you're hugely empathetic, it can be a real asset for you helping people through some of these conversations that we have on a, on a daily basis. But so, you know, but the mission is why, are, so it's like, why am I selling real estate? Well, I, I just want to like make a, have a transaction or two a year to do whatever. It's, you know, that's, this business is too difficult to do that. Yeah. Right. It's not worth the headache. There's easier ways. Right. So it's almost, we say, you know, almost like you have to burn your, burn the boat at the shore. So there's no turning back, come right. in and, and go, go full on. But, you know, having said that, we transition people in all the time that do really, really well. But in the mindset is, you know, I want to hit my goals, do whatever. So whether it's family vacation, um, get out of debt, kids, college educations, house, 
whatever, just to just to have a healthy, comfortable life, whatever that is for you, write it down, be clear and apply the principles of, you know, really face to faces and get some appointments and have fun. Yeah. And don't do it alone. Have a team around you. And that's what we're, that's the beauty of the company is the culture and everybody in the hallway is helping you out. Exactly. I think one concept that I've always found unique that you've discussed in the past was like even setting deal breakers, you know, knowing what you're going to do for business and also being clear on what you're not going to do for business, whether that's, I know I'm, I'm not going to work on you know, from this time to this time on Sunday, because I'm an avid churchgoer, or this is the time I spend with my family. Or maybe it's just like saying, I'm going to get asked to cut my commission, but I will never go under this amount, or I will never go under for any reason other than this. But just having those set things and saying, you know, I know my worth, and I know what this is, and I know how I want my life to be. And I think the deal breakers are just as important as the things that you're going to do to support your business. Yeah, it's a good point. And uh, non-negotiables. Non-negotiables, yeah. Yeah. And it depends on your spot in life. I started when I was really young. Some people start when they're 60. You know? Right. We have people starting when they're 22, and we have them starting when they're late in life and all over, everything in between. So when I got started, I said, okay, hey, I want to be a top producer and do this, that, and the other thing. But it wasn't to, like, beat people or anything. I just wanted to be one of the better agents, right, and then compete against myself. When I looked at the landscape and the top, people that I knew at that time, they were doing great business, but at some levels, in my mind, their lives were kind of whacked, (laughs) you know? And so I had some non-negotiables. My biggest non-negotiable was my relationship with my wife. Right. And I could, candidly, I couldn't have done what I've done without Julie. So there's just no way in heck I could have done that. And then the other thing, you know, we had kids. So when the kids came along, those were another non-negotiable and that's the family, right? And so those, okay, I'll work and I'll do all this crazy stuff, but I, the non-negotiables are the, are the families, you know? So the kids were active in sports and I was at most stuff. I wasn't at everything, but I was at 90% of them. And we took family vacations and we got off the grid and and then I also probably did some silly stuff in there too, you know? <laughs> that gets really to building a magnificent life and we talked, touched on this in one of the prior episodes that business funds life. Right. It's not life, you know, so life is everything and business funds our life. So we can go do some things that we want to do, whatever, whatever you choose. But real estate business is not your life. And some people have that as their mission. And I don't know. I guess it's good for them, but that's not what we're hoping for. Right. I think that also ties in with just like the relationships. We talk about relationships all the time. And obviously you have to have good relationships with your clients. That's, you know, where you're getting the the brunt of your business. But it's also about having good relationships with your coworkers, with fellow agents, with the resources that are available, whether it's a title company or lenders, they will also help facilitate your non-negotiables. It's it's easy to get away for a weekend vacation if you have a great relationship with a fellow agent who's like, yeah, I can cover if something comes up. You know what I mean? So all of a sudden it's like you don't have to be available 24 hours a day to facilitate your client's needs if you can build those relationships and have somebody you know willing to step up and, and help out so that you can get away and, and get your time. Yeah. One of the oddest things that it was really hard years ago for me to 
feel like I could take time off. How can anybody cover my business? Nobody covers it like nobody does my business like I do business. And <laughs> it was funny. I remember I was young and I had three transactions pending and it was like a big deal for me. My wife and I had no money. I mean, we had like $500 and we needed a vacation. We were about both of us about to snap. And so we went to Canada fishing where I used to go fishing as a kid with my dad and brother-in-law and brothers and stuff. And because we could go up there for like next to nothing. So we went up, my wife and I took our dog and our Volkswagen Jetta and we went up to, <laughs> up by Dalton and Missanabe, up, you know, by Dog Lake, we're on Murray Lake. And we had this great vacation, but Henry Maysha, I remember, covered for me at the time. And I'm going, oh my gosh, and I felt so bad for throwing this on Henry because this was before cell phones. Right. Uh, there was, we could get one radio station up there. There's no electricity. And said, so once I go, I am gone. And I was all stressed out. I told Henry about it. He goes, oh, Badger, it's not a big deal. So I left and I was all worried. Had a great time, came back. And I was so afraid to talk to Henry. And so Henry, how did everything go? And we had one transaction that was really a problem. And he goes, oh, it was no big deal. I just talked to the seller, this, that, and the other thing. It was like, no problem whatsoever, Badger. And so I stressed out so much before it and after it and everything else. And Henry made one phone call and had like everything handled. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so it made me realize how, uh, how powerful our teammates are, especially when they right. come into a problem looking at it differently than I looked at <laughs> right? without all the baggage I brought to the transaction. And that a lot of that's just, again, going back to ego. Right. You know, it's like, that's just silly. Yeah, and your so mindset. Yeah. It made me realize that I can leave and the world will keep spinning. Yep. And so we encourage people to take vacation and get out of here and be recharged and rejuvenate so you can come back and do great business when you come back. Vacation should almost come first and then you come back and do healthier business. Yeah. And I agree. Like earlier you were talking about and, you know, dealing with customers and a lot of times our clients are going through, you know, a severe life change or issue as they're buying, selling real estate. Like you said, maybe it's a loved one who passed away and they're helping sell their estate or, you know, they have a new career, they're moving. And those can also create some issues in the transaction. All of a sudden, you know, maybe the appraisal doesn't come back as high as we wanted it to, or there starts to be some negotiating over inspection issues. And again, I think when you talk about a real estate ego, it's really important to get the agent ego out of there because you're also still dealing with two client egos. Mm -hmm. So if you can be the more neutral party, as you were saying to say, Hey, yeah, so this is a thousand dollars off the sales price, but is that thousand dollars worth the headache that we're going to go over or possibly losing the transaction, having to relist when you can have those, I've heard you've had hundred of those conversations, yeah. you know, with customers. And that is like, real estate gold, like people need to hear that stuff. And then all right. of a sudden be like, yeah, that, you're right, Badger, this isn't worth it. You know, I just want to, I just want to get to my beachfront condo in Florida and just be done with it. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. so I think that's really important to take yourself out of it. And that way you can be that clear point of view for your client. Yeah. And the biggest problems I've had in real estate transactions, sometimes you just get customers that are just like very difficult. And, but I tell you what, it's other agents egos in the transaction, just like Kelly touched on. And it's also my ego in the transaction. So, okay, I'm, I have this keen awareness of it and I'm pretty cognizant of it. And my ego's a lot better than it used to be, but it's not perfect. That's for sure. And I am sometimes my own worst enemy in the transaction. And it happens when I'm tired and burnt out and I'm trying to do too many things at once. I don't slow down and I'm not real. I'm not rested and I'm not whole. Mm -hmm. And so 
and it just really happens, especially when we're like our worst person comes out when we're exhausted. Right. Right. And it happens to me too. And, and, but now I'm in a situation where I better recognize it and I back off. But not always. <laughs> you, know? you, you you have done that, though. I know. I mean, we've had many conversations at, you know, 345 in the afternoon where, you know, you're a little riled up. And then we're like, I don't know, let's just talk about it in the morning. And then the next day you come in and you're like, you know what? It's not a big deal. Like, this is going to cost us $200 because they want this refrigerator left. I'm just going to pay for the refrigerator. Like, you will all of a sudden come at it with a completely different mindset because you thought about it more. You got rested. You got a clearer mind. And it's usually not a big deal. Right. You know, and candidly, some of the times I say, and this is a huge mindset shift for me, and it's hugely liberating. What would I do if there was no money on the table? Right. Well, I would just do this. Yeah. And, and I, that's really how I always operate. But I say, OK, I'll just do it for free. I'll give away all my commission. I had a transaction. It's close to a year ago now. It was late fall last year. And right now we're late August. It, w- it was very awkward. I'm going, really? This is a sophisticated seller and it was a big house. And I'll just say, you know what? I don't need a commission. I, you know, this is what I told them. We'll just pay the other agent and don't worry about it. Right. And when I let that go, my stress level went down. You know, would I like the money? Yeah, it would have been great. Right. But it, I wasn't going to not eat next week. When I let that money go, it was like, oh, it's just liberating. Whatever. You know, it's not on me. It's on you. Pay me whatever. Right. And it was it worked out and it was fine. And I mean, was I excited about it? No, but it's OK. Right. You know, it's a great relationship with the people. And that happens once in a blue, blue, blue moon. Right. And again, it goes back to ego. Well, just pretend there wasn't any money on it. Just let it let all the money go and the stress goes away. Right. And it's an interesting exercise. I don't want to do that all the time. Right, but. Right, right. But it comes down again, like we were talking a couple episodes ago and I mentioned the book, The Go-Giver. And I just said, like, sometimes you just have to do that. Sometimes you just have to do what's right and gets things done and just hope that if I put this energy and vibe out there, I'm sure there's going to be a point in time when that yeah. customer runs into somebody who needs help and they point them your way. And it might be because, hey, at this time when I really needed this and I didn't think it was going to work, Badger made it work. Yeah. And the other thing, yes, Kelly, thanks. And that does happen for sure. The other thing what happens is you bust your butt in one area, like in the prospecting, prospecting, listing, negotiating, selling. So you're prospecting, prospecting, prospecting over here, doing this, that, and the other thing. And nothing's happening where you're prospecting. And then you'll get a phone call from the back door. Somebody just calls you up and says, hey, I want to buy this house. Money from heaven kind of falls. Yeah, exactly. So it's like you're busting your rear end over here to make all this cool things happen and nothing's happening. And you're putting energy out there, though, that's positive, hopefully. And then you just get a phone call and it just changes your day, your week, your year. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't happen unless you're out there doing something. Right. And you're in the flow at some level. Because that phone call could have been from a year ago when you were busting your butt out right. there doing all of that work. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. And so the other thing, Kelly, we're back, you know, mission mindset in the mirror. And really, I think the mission is getting clear on why you're selling real estate and what are your goals. So one of the big things I was coached on for years, and I rarely ever did it, but I'm doing it now. And it's having goals and reviewing them daily. Mm-hmm. So a uh, big thing I've learned is uh, just... So right now I'm just goals between this was like the first part of actually it was the first part of July, mid July through now. And we're like late August reviewing these goals every day. 
And it's amazing to me what every day doing that does and keeping them simple on one page. So I have 11 goals right now on one page, just handwritten. And I review that every morning in my morning routine. And it's amazing how that has impacted me so far. And it's just so having some goals and they can be simple. They they don't have some of these goals are really simple and people might laugh at a couple of them, you know, but they're just things I want to get done in the, you know, this last four or five months and reading those every day. So I was counseled, read them every day, every day, every day. Well, I kind of pretended I did that at times. I did it a little bit, but I had like these big list of 50, you know, like 10 page business plan and stuff. Well, I, I think, and it's reading it every day, not five days a week, it's mm-hmm. seven days a week. And the morning routine isn't five days a week, it's seven days a week. And then forgiving yourself when you fall off track and it's okay, and then you get back on track. But that's all part of the mindset and the mm-hmm. mission, staying focused and working towards, keeps your goals present. And sometimes your goals have no energy for you and you throw them away and start over. And I don't know if I'll hit all 11 of these, I probably won't, but I might hit seven or eight of them. Mm-hmm. And so that'll be cool. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But that's mission mindset, you know, but I would really say, why are you getting into real estate? What, what the heck? Why are you really doing this? If you want it to just kind of sell a house here, house there, yeah, it's not worth the headache. No, exactly. All right. Well, that's what we got for this episode. Stay tuned for our next episode. It's going to be a good one. We're going to talk about kind of the history of Air Reinhardt, talk a little bit about Badger, what makes Badger. Badger, <laughs> uniquely Badger. And then we'll talk a little bit about Jim and Melissa, our broker or managing brokers over at the company, give you guys some great background on them. As always, if you're interested in learning more about Air Reinhardt Bay or possibly joining the team, check us out on our website, airhousebay.com forward slash careers. There you'll find links to all of our podcasts, our upcoming video series, contact information for Badger, Jim and Melissa. We encourage everybody to reach out. It all starts with the conversation. All of the conversations are confidential. And until next time. Yeah, thanks, everybody. See you next time. Bye.